The News on CJOB with Richard Cloutier and Julie Buckingham. Actually on a Monday. It is. Yes. yes. And, and hail, everybody's hail, here. The all here. Look at that. We should have done a little montage video where we're all like at work and then we look over our shoulder and a little name appears getting the gang back together. Right. Oh, we I have like to do that. a picture today. We're doing a picture today. Are we? Are we? Yes. Oh, that's I right. didn't get the memo. Good thing I wore I a told you guys a couple months ago when we were all new, together again, we're doing a picture. Style, right? You got the new hairstyle. What My do you think Julie? Patty. Got the hair did. <laughs> yes. It if, looks awesome. Has anyone here gone out and protested? No. <laughs> not gone out and protested. I protested in school once that I would not dissect a frog. That just got me in trouble, but I did it. Yeah, I didn't want to do it either. No, I, went on I didn't either. Strike for the <laughs> Jets back in like 1996. Nice. Wow. What happened there? Just held up a sign saying I didn't want them to leave. And they were like, <laughs> so they're hey, like little what? kids, give I mean, us your I was piggy just bank little, money. so yeah. my my mom and dad the... told me what to do. Yeah. <laughs> I just yelled so a no lot. Civil it was a lot of fun. Disobedience. Not for me. As much as I loudly complain about the world of politics, uh, from municipal to federal. What would it take? You know? What would it take? I think you'd have to threaten the livelihood or safety. That would get you out. Yeah. How about you two? I don't know. It'd have to be something. Have you ever boycotted then? Which is different when you've said, like, I'm not going to support such and such based on whatever. And I, because I think the three of you represent a lot of people's opinions on a variety of things. It's just kind of like, yeah, we have opinions, but in the end, you know, I can't be bothered. It's not that I can't be bothered. There's just, I don't know. It would have to be pretty. So the protest is going on right now. I know a lot of people that are sympathetic, but in the end, if it means I can't get that product because the rail line has been held up or that I can't get from point A to point B, that's when I do not support anymore so when you when you hear the news about all the blockade the, the politics aside of this mm-hmm. is this something that you would say you know what i don't mind waiting in traffic for 10 or 15 minutes i i get what they're talking about i've always been really careful in the sense of like signing petitions hmm. for instance because of the industry that we're in sure um and knowing that in 10 years from now it'll come back to haunt me so i just sort of stay on the down low I kind of stay on the down low as well. However, um, if my safety was at risk or um, anything to do with the environment, I'm very passionate about. So um, it's not to say that I won't in the future. I probably will in the future. I want to be more active. But you'll post something on social media, but... But that's about it. But Most you're not people no, I, I actually wouldn't post on social media. I would physically go out so and show my Jane support. So you're not Jane Fonda getting arrested every Friday. I would <laughs> love for to be like her <laughs> one day. That is, she is my hero. These ladies like the down low. I like to download. Uh, love the internet. Um, but on a more serious note, I think it would be different if I had children. So as far as these protests and stuff go, I live on my own, you know, I left sure. or asked to leave work a little early, may or may not have happened, um, and uh, just went a different route. Um, so 
at the end of the day, you know, a lot of these people live in places, I'm not sure, so sure about wet sweat, but like without even running water that was promised to be fixed in five years. It's been five years, right? So at the end of the day, how much can I complain about losing 15 minutes of my day? You know, things are pretty good. I can't deny that. Now, the three of you are, are not parents, so that excludes you from certain conversations, but you're all very active on social media. And uh, we did a, a series of stories late last week about sex, pornography, cell phones. But the question to me, based on your experience, do you think any teenager should have a cell phone? Absolutely not. No. I think it's weird, and I don't think it's very conducive to a healthy student body, but I think we're past the point of no return. Oh, the, the horse is out of the barn. Yeah. Okay. And at the end of the day, too, do you want your kid to be, you know, picked I, on? Uh, but, <laughs> but, but I'm interested in what shallow. the two of you have to say on this. I, If I had a child, I would actually give them a cell phone if they were at somebody else's house or if I was away uh, for those purposes, but I don't want my teenager... On social media, I don't want my teenager. Uh, but do you think that's realistic? Because you know what? Well, as soon on. as you hand that phone over to a kid that's going to be on. out I of want, your sight, I, they can be on anything that I, they want to be on. I want to hear Wi-Fi. full explanations here, Julie. Hang on. That's true. I mean, I would. It's not to say that they would never be on social media. I would just want to supervise and make sure they know what everything is Read about. Those they know DMs. what they're not allowed to look at. <laughs> Um, I mean, my niece already, she's 11 years old and she's, she's not on social media, but she knows she's aware of it. Um, and she's, she's getting to the point where she wants to engage in that way. So we're sort of supervising her, um, educating her about what it is and, uh, making sure that she she's active and that she goes to her gymnastic classes. She goes to her violin classes. She physically plays with her friends outside and is not, you know, stuck on a computer for hours and hours. Julia, I think you're right in the sense that if you're going to give your child a cell phone at one point, there's no control. Like, that's it. Roam. Do whatever you need to do. Um, You can try and prevent it, but at the end of the day, they're also going to see it in school on their buddy's phone. Uh, I don't don't agree with everything that's out there, obviously. Can't you be the cool kid without a cell phone? I think you could be. It'll take a few years. Yeah, but no. I think it can come it's around. Trending. That's no. like when I was in high school, and I'd be like, "Hey, what's your favorite Seinfeld?" And they'd be like, "Oh, we didn't watch TV. We played with wood blocks." And I'd be like, "Oh." <laughs> Tell me. And you know, they'd have like a nice house in Wildwood Park, and you're like, "Oh, your parents chose this." I see. <laughs> so, no, but I think that there's really no getting around it and there's I think not trying and to prevent them from seeing everything isn't going to solve it either that's just going to want them to that's going to make them want to look even harder i think um, you have to have the same conversation people had about getting it on that you need to have with cell phones it's like i can't stop you from doing this but i need you to be safe and here's how to do it and it's honestly you know so much scarier like yeah. being a nanny you see so much and it's even before the cell phones hit and then you're hearing all these things that these kids are learning about, and you're like, I had no idea. Like, that was not even close to my mind when I was your age. And just seeing how fast things can travel, 
plus all the fake stuff that's out there the that people information. yeah mm-hmm. that people automatically listen to and think that it's believe truth. it to be truth yeah that's you think scary. that's weird think about those kids who are like YouTube creators with two and a half million subscribers yes many of them are also children some of them are parents. Then it starts getting weirder and weirder mm-hmm. and weirder. How many of those people do you think have full, like, middle-aged men just, you know, checking it out? Sure. It's yeah. just weird to expose your child like there's, that, in my opinion. There's know? a guy online who does video games, and all these kids are watching, and he is telling them that if you don't get angry when you lose in a video game, you're actually losing oh, yeah, twice. Ninja, I saw that. Yeah. yeah. That was a pretty cheesy thing to say. That's, uh, For a guy who makes like 500 grand a right? month or more, probably more than that. That was a pretty cheesy thing but to there's, say. But there's no parents filtering what these kids no. are watching, and mm-hmm. they're taking it all in. And then when they're playing with their Lego or whatever it might be, they're actually pretending to be these YouTubers. Mm-hmm. It's scary. That's terrifying. So, which... so what's the answer? <laughs> and they're or do not have children. <laughs> but, but That's the three, what we've done. <laughs> but the three of you are all, all engaged on social media. You see the good, the bad, the ugly. So if you're a parent right now, uh, on their way to, you know, a, a, a playoff hockey game right now with your kids, and their kids are in the backseat of the car online on their phone right now. What's your advice to them? I would hope that I've built up a relationship with my child that we have open communication. I mean, my parents did that with us, and we still, or I still tell them everything to this day, and I can only hope that my kids would feel the same way. I agree with that. I would hope that that I'm close enough with my daughter or son that they wouldn't feel like they had to hide anything from me and that they would um, kind of take away the curiosity from it because I've had all those conversations with them. They wouldn't want to act out. I would say much of the advice I was given when I was younger, I ignored and I paid for greatly. Uh, and it's interesting what so, goes around comes around, doesn't it? You hit that age, you go, my yeah. goodness, they, they were, were right. right. They were yeah. right. Something I would always say to my son, if I'm making you mad, I'm probably doing my job. There you go. It's because I love you. You don't need to be their best friend as nope. a parent. You got to take care of them. Yes. It's your social. It's your social this weekend, right? It is. It's uh, it's a Let's thing. It took us, took us six hours to wrap our social prizes, wow. so you know that there's good stuff out there. Very nice. Is the venue wheelchair accessible? <laughs> yes. I will get you in <laughs> On there. week four of <laughs> bad back, so. <laughs> wow. Is there, a, is there a, a good back on the social prizes that he could potentially win? Yeah, is there a fresh There's spine? There's a round there? nine prize, <laughs> so I feel like you could use that. Have stem cell injections? <laughs> Maya Not Preddy. yet, but I'll work on Amy it. Amy Coldwell, <laughs> Dan Hewan, the Monday panel on 680 CJOB. The News on CJOB with Richard Cloutier and Julie Buckingham.